Yeah. Yo, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? We back again, back again with another episode. Uh-huh. This might not go well, podcast. Episode three, right? Yeah. Oh, man. We, we, we in this thing. I think about the third one, you know if you got something or not. I think we got something in this, huh? Yeah, we come on now. We here, baby. And we available everywhere now, you know, Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud. The episodes will be going up on YouTube, so look out for that. Subscribe for this might not go well. YouTube page, we all we here. Yo, YouTube is where the money's at, isn't it? Come on now. A thousand subscribers, we get to be able to become partners. Ah, uh-huh, a thousand. I mean, we might have to put some video content out with the, the audio. What you think? Oh, come on now. They need to see the face. They do? You sure? I don't know. That's a face only a mother could love. <laughs> come on now. But now, nah, how you feeling this week, bro? You know we do the check-in to start the episode. How you feeling? You know. I'm feeling, I'm feeling motivated. You feel me? I think we we are investing ourselves into this podcast, and investing our stuff into other things, and I think now we're gonna start seeing the what was the saying goes. I don't know. You the, tell the, me. The, the blossom of the flower. You know. Oh, you trying to see the? We want to bear the fruit. That's what we talking about. We trying to bear the fruit. You know I mean, I didn't know. I yeah, was, I was, uh, I was went, winging it. Yeah, you did. I was gonna say that nobody says no shit like that. All right. Um, <laughs> But yeah, man, I feel you on that one. It's just double down on yourself. Like we said in episode one, man, it's too much money out here to be made. It's too much talent out here to be shared. So, you know, we trying to just we trying to do our thing. We encourage y'all to do y'all thing. Hopefully y'all all doing well out there. Um, you know how we do. We come out, we swing hard with a little bit of, you know, world news and our opinions on it. Then we try to mellow out towards the end with a little bit of music talk, pop relevance. Um, I ain't gonna lie though. Me is gonna talk about someone on Twitter that has been sending people an uproar. It's actually a couple things on Twitter, but Sweetie, we is gonna talk about your little comments later, uh-huh. cause uh, Birkin bag. You making you making life a little hard out here. I'm just saying, man. What happened to Michael Cause? What about Mike? I thought everybody want to be like Mike. What happened? Oh. Man, talking about Birkin, Birkin me this. <laughs> we'll we'll get there. But I think um, just starting in, in heavy. Uh, I don't know, y'all can't see it right now, but on my laptop, I actually have a Black Lives Matter sticker, and something has been going on uh, on the other side of the world. And it's actually brought to light the idea that all, not brought to light, but it's reinforcing that all Black Lives Matter. So, of course, we're talking about the incidents going down in Nigeria right now. Um, heart and SARS. Yeah, and SARS, 100%, man. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy that, you know, these institutions create these police forces and allow them to, you know, run around with no threat of repercussion for their terrible actions. And the, the people they are supposed to protect are always the ones that, you know, fall victim to their violence and their neglect and negligence. Yeah. And also, I'm seeing that the government been hoarding COVID-19 resources and they just discovered their third warehouses. The citizens discovered the third warehouses where they are going in and taking supplies that have been much needed in the community. So not only that the police are doing these outrageous things, but the government is also holding, holding resources from people during this difficult time so this stuff is just crazy and just seeing it from a black person's standpoint and seeing like the and even go into history you just see the imperialism that happened from white people invading Africa and how it trickled down into the government that is today and that we're killing our own selves 
Yo, 100%, man. And just for those of you that are not sure what SARS stands for, no, it's not talking about the virus. SARS is actually the special anti-robbery squad. So this is actually a, 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 depart- a police department in Nigeria. This is actually a branch of them. And they are essentially, you know, just, and they have a history of just abusing the citizens. You know, I, I believe there was a video that was posted, I want to say like it was like early October about them, you know, another incident of police brutality. They shot a, a young driver and then like threw his body out of the car and unfortunately like you know th- that that act was recorded and it led to uproar especially in today's climate like the black lives matter movement is global like we're demanding justice for all atrocities committed against black bodies yeah and this is just this disheartening because i believe was it tuesday that's where I think they're calling it Black Tuesday. I, I want to say, don't, if I'm if I'm dropping any wrong information, please feel free to correct me. I'm just trying to gain information. I'm I'm just responding to what I've seen, you know, because this is obviously something that we need to talk about. But like Tuesday, they were actually firing and shooting into crowds of protesters. Now I know I'm not sure about the laws over in Nigeria, but I'm I understand that police are their job is to serve and protect. I, I can make that assumption, right? Yep, definitely. So. We're protesting negligence, malpractice against the police, and their retaliation is to just shoot and kill innocent protesters. Now, that doesn't doesn't add up to me. I don't get it. I'm not Nigerian. I'm not... I've never, I've, you know, I, I know many Nigerians. I've come call, call many of them friends. And I just think that that's just like... <laughs> It's like being black. It's like watching a live action snuff film. Like, yeah, like I, I don't get it. Like, what is it about our bodies that just is a magnet for despair? Like, why? Why won't these governments protect the people? And the crazy part is the government is doing literally nothing. I believe they I read that the government has been promising like every year to disband this unnecessary police force. And it just gets pushed back. It's like, oh, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna do that. It's like, it's like when your your dad used to promise to take you out to the park, and you just yeah. wait until the point the day he finally take you. You got kids of your own. It's like, well, I'm too old now, man. But like, come on, man. And I've been hearing that it's been very corrupt in the government for a while over there. Like the money, I um, I correct me if I'm wrong. I saw a statistic where the people who run the government are getting close to two million dollars, while in other countries is like in the six figures but they're getting two million dollars in Nigeria I could be wrong if y'all feel free to correct me on that but I saw a statistic that way and I'm just like that's crazy to me that at the end of the day all most of the problem that goes on in this world revolves around money and power 100% money and power is the literally the root of it. they say money can't buy you love and happiness but it buys you power and you can do a lot with that mm-hmm. I, And again, it's like us living in this digital age, you know, we're able to find out about these stories in real time. It's not, you know, coming out months and years later or it's not being, you know, found out, made into a movie where we can say, oh, yeah, that was bad. Like we're literally seeing there are pictures going around of actual Nigerians like dead on the floor. And to to piggyback off of that, too, is uh, back in the days, there was a saying, um, Victor goes to spoil where the victors tell the story while the losers, because there's a lot of stuff in the past that we learned even in school that give a false description of what happened during that past, you know, such as slavery, even the Gilded Age in the 1910s and 1920s. And now, thanks to social media, we actually are able to 
witness these things in real time. So it's like now the government can't cover cover these acts, and now we are fully aware. And I think, and I'm and, and I want to remain a remain a, like a keep a positive vibe and think that it's going to be better in the future. So that's why I like to think. Yeah, optim- you have to be optimistic even in times of peril, but. You know, our our hearts and our love goes out to those deeply affected by this in Nigeria. And just, world, I'm talking to the world, like, can we please stop the assaults on black bodies? Like, like we're following systems that were made when, you know, black people were viewed as, you know, uncivilized. They were viewed as animals. They were viewed as, you know, everything negative under the sun. And we're doing everything in our power to uphold those systems when... Even a blind man can see that they're wrong. So, you know, we're, we're out here. We condemn the Nigerian government. We expect better for you. Do better for your people, please. And wear awareness. Like, I know a lot of people don't like to share their things on social media, and they don't like to, I guess, what's the proper word, um, congest their timeline and everything. But, no, we have to bring this awareness for everybody. So share those posts on Twitter. Share those posts on Instagram, on Facebook, so everybody could bring more awareness. That's what they're asking from us, from what I've seen from when Sweetie went on live with the person from Africa and from some other influencers. They want you to share these things to bring more awareness so the government does not sweep this under the rug because that's what they're trying to do right now. 100%. Speaking of racist and uh, improper governments, you heard uh, Agent Orange admit that he thought he was the most least racist president ever. Not, not 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 the leader of the, of the Proud Boys. Oh, you, yeah, the Proud Boys. The, stand uh, back and stand by. Oh, yeah, J- Joe Biden, yo. I, he had me rolling, bro. He definitely called them the poor boys. I was like, <laughs> they, they probably are the poor boys. But, you know... I, it just goes back to this conversation about, you know, the impact on black bodies. Like Donald Trump has been a beacon of racist rhetoric prior to becoming president, even when Obama was in office. Obama's been clapping back this week, though. Oh, taking straight shots. I see you, Barry. Yeah. Still not necessarily. I don't drink the Obama Kool-Aid, but we can all admit that Obama has done a much more stand up job compared to Mr. Mr. Trump over there. Of but course. they had the final debate this week. They put in place new, I guess. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like procedures to ensure that they wouldn't talk over each other. I didn't watch the whole thing. I kind of already knew what to expect. I heard basically the headline was that Donald Trump won this debate, but it might be too late. You know, one he won the battle, but the war might should be over. Still got to go out and vote. Still got to make sure you take care of that. But I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Like Donald Trump finally, what did he have to actually even do? Because I, I, from what I understand, he he literally just, you know, he's trying not to cut people off. He, he followed the procedures. Still didn't offer a plan on anything. But I think now he realized that he has to play the proper political game. I think throughout his, I, I don't, I can't even call it throughout his political career because it's only been four years, technically, really, because he hasn't had no other position. But I think now he realized that he actually has to play the politic game to convey the 
the the voters that are in the middle to vote for his side because I think he came off that first debate thinking that he could do whatever he wants and he could say whatever he wants and that could rile people up but after after the result and a lot of people who were Trump supporters was disappointed in him and how he conducted himself in that first debate so I think he was trying to do more a traditional way and I think it's too late now because you already done showing your real colors so you can't you can't hide back now Oh, 100 percent. A hundred percent. I think that, you know, just just like reading the, the clickbait, I think this was like the first debate where there weren't like extenuating memes or like it felt like the world kind of took this one serious. Like and the and it was, uh, you know, it was amendment on how the politicians did it. Um, but really just the fact that we're in a position where it feels like something is about to pop off. I can't tell you what it is. I'm not sure what it is, but we are going into uncharted territories. We're in the first pandemic in about 100 years. Yep. With all the advances in medicine, with all the advances in technology, we couldn't prevent this. People are losing jobs. People are losing their homes. People can't pay their bills. They're, again, we have this never-ending battle against black bodies and you know for the li- black liberty. And... I just I go back to the hymns the the I'm the least racist person in the room because it's like as a as the president regardless of who really runs the country or not you know we had there are those theories I I support those theories about it but come on man like you know what you know I think what it is is because he he's been seen with. 50 Cent in the past and these other African American rappers and all the other stuff so he thinks that oh see me I've I've done stuff I have done Amarosa she's been on the show I've they have come on Apprentice how can I be racist and he doesn't know that his rhetoric that he puts out there cause these racist people to act but I mean look we talked about this last time but it's like yo the black media does not make up black people and the policies that were enforced were made without the, you know, the, the thorough thoughts of black people. The words and rhetoric used were made without with with disregard to the black experience. He has proceeded over a pandemic. He has proceeded over multiple acts of police brutality against black and brown bodies. He also made a decision to ban people from the country based on their religious belief. Mm-hmm. He also made the decision to separate parents from their children which by the way sorry to cut you off they can't seem to bring the children back to their respectful parents because they can't even tell which one is which i heard i heard it's 500 kids that are you know they they have no idea where their parents are like and a land that is america let's be real land america is a land of immigrants whether you were forced to come here or you chose to come here this is a land of immigrants and immigrants make this place better and we've had a president that has strictly adhere to the idea of white supremacy so much so that racist ter- white supremacist terror i'm calling them terrorist groups yep they are. have they're assaulting and breaking laws because they feel like it's okay mm-hmm. somebody's speaking for them and he's the most powerful person in the world quote unquote even if he works for somebody else so man november 3rd May if you if you haven't already done so, you know because of the pandemic, there's been you know rolling ballots and early um, early voting. Yeah, and you know I like to say shout out to Brooklyn, shout out to the Floss Canary. So you already know the vibe. Bow. I, I was surprising was um, I stepped out of my house yesterday and there was a long line wrapping around on Bill to see. If anybody from Brooklyn know where Bill to see is, it went it went to the other side of Bill to see, filled with people ready to do early voting yesterday. 
So I'm I'm really excited that I've seen young and old people lining up to do these voting. So shout out to y'all. Continue pushing the movement. 100%. And I think it doesn't just stop with vote the voting. We already know, like, we can prepare ourselves for the rhetoric of, you know, the, the election was rigged. There was already instance with the um, the ballot box that was burnt out, right? Oh, yeah. So suppression. be ready for a while, November. It's going to, we're, we're like at that point in the movie where it's like, it's not going to be the end. December, November is not the end, but we're going to see a, oh, the third act is coming. Yeah. Wait, you don't mind if I go on a little rant about voting please real quick please do now these this rant is about you guys over here out here talking about don't vote y'all some of the most stupidest people i have heard i don't understand not I'm, and i'm telling you right now like he said he don't drink the obama juice i don't drink the, the biden juice and everything but I don't understand why y'all are not voting and why y'all preaching. And this goes for some celebrities and some people who are in this media industry that are using their public, their platform to encourage people not to vote. I don't understand why. News your power. Because we know what four years, I know a lot of people are uncertain about Biden, about Biden um, upcoming presidency and how he would do as a president. But we know what four years with Trump. We thought, we thought the four years of Trump was going to be bad, but we never thought it was going to be this bad. He he outdid himself. I tell you that. <laughs> he exceeded all expectations I had for him. He doubled it. And y'all want a lot of four years because what y'all don't understand is his side. Those people are going to ride. They do not talk on social media like that. They're going to go and vote. And contrary to belief, they're not going to have voter suppression such as us. So go out there and vote. Because they're going to vote regardless. They're, going, they're not going to tip-tap, go on confusion. They're going to place their vote. And stop and stop discouraging people from voting. Because you're, 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 you're going to sit here and be the one complaining still in the next four years. I'd rather, do, I'd rather take a, 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 I'd rather take a leap of faith in the unknown with Biden than a lot of four years of Trump. Because I already done see what he did in his last four years. And it has not been good at all. That's my little rant, though. No, I, I respect that. I mean, Trump has been so bad that Mother Nature was like, yeah, they need another virus. We got to do something. Like, we got to make sure that they... Like, <laughs> Facts. Trump was like, let's spr- sprinkle a little COVID on here. But, man, it, it's it's just so crazy. I do... I'm I, Like, again, I'm, I'm I'm happy Obama finally getting to take his shots, though. Obama has been on a roll. He switched the shirt. He had the polo on in the one video, Come and he on came now. out with the button-up with the Vince McMahon the sleeves smooth, rolled the, up. The smoothest president ever. I get from that. He definitely was the smoothest. That tan suit, man, I got a tan suit in the closet just because of that. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Let me ever get a position of power. That's the first suit I'm wearing. Like, Come on now. But um, yeah, he's been he's been getting on Trump. He's in, uh, he's in Trump's ass. Pause. But he's been, <laughs> he has been he has been on his body. Just yo, and that, it, it's refreshing because I think you don't really get to see Obama like that. And I think he understands that for a lot of people, he is going to be that bridge for between him and Kamala Harris. They're going to be the bridges for Biden because again, it's really the election. At his face value, it's old white man versus it's old rich white man versus old not as rich white man. Yep, it's old, white, old rich white man who has no political experience except the most powerful job ever and the guy that's been trying to be president for sixty years. But luckily for him, he's attached to some very powerful some very powerful names who you know have record they have recognition amongst the youth, amongst the older generations, and you know as that beacon of well things weren't really that bad. <laughs> you know that's the era we're coming from. So I'm really really intrigued to see what happens 
next in the next upcoming weeks because like you said there are a lot of people are saying don't vote there's a lot of famous people who after the tax the tax plan leak they uh they went for trump uncle 50 man i get it you make a lot of money i ain't gonna lie i was i ain't gonna lie 62 percent imagine if you made four hundred thousand and you they take Yo, away 62 percent that's it, like one like what 180 i'm not good with math but like 180 though it's more than that you make that's over 50 percent they hitting you for like two 290 oh <laughs> but you know what it is first off for the people that so that that bill is insane if you make Less than four hundred thousand dollars. I mean, if you make three hundred and ninety nine thousand dollars and ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents, <laughs> guess what? Your tax rate stays the same. What is it? Forty percent, thirty percent, and I think again, this he has to get this passed. It's not off the rip, but if we really look at a lot of America's problems, it's because so much of the wealth resides in the upper 1.7% of the population. And some of the big corporations don't pay taxes. <clears throat> Amazon. So let's let's think about it this way. Either big business can pay tax or they're going to come hit you individually in your pockets. But for good news for everybody that didn't do the research, but found out that plan that 50 Cent was talking about was not real. And it's not part of his campaign, part of Biden's campaign. So, 50, you can still, even though Chelsea Handler is getting at you right now on all platforms, you used to be her favorite ex. Come on now. Do better. I'm about to say, you better stop playing with Chelsea. (laughs) But, man, yeah, go out and vote. Let's be real. Let's let's handle business. And, again, just because you voted doesn't mean it's over. We got to make sure the, the House, the Congress, Senate, yeah. everything is, is in proper working order. So we got to vote again in midterm elections in two years. We also got to make sure that we are doing our due diligence as citizens. Stay informed. Don't just wait for the headline. Go find your information. Man, oh, man. Where do you want to go now, big bro? Because I'm tired of this election talk. I'm not going to hold you. I don't know. I don't know, man. We got to talk about the Tory Lanes situation, man. Paging Tory. Paging Tory. Oh, man. He just went on live to discuss his... I mean, he didn't even really explain what really went on. He just kind of defended himself without even giving the full story of what happened. Obviously, for legal issues, but... I don't understand why he didn't do that before he released the album, though. I think I think that's the problem. I think the optics of it. I think I understand what he did. I mean, because the look at his face, it looked like something was off. It looked like you know you you've been in trouble as a kid, and you know you it ain't really go down the way people assume. But it's like you can't really say how it happened. Mm-hmm. So it's like I saw that look at his face, but at the same time, it's just like yo, bro. If you're not going to explain yourself, but you want to talk about every, you want to talk about every A B all the way through Z, but you want to like skip out on the the L the L section, I can't do nothing for you, bro. That's a fact. Cause you took an L. You took the biggest L of 2020. You had the best quarantine, the that biggest possibly. W and the biggest L. Yeah, you like you're a winner and a loser at the same time. I understand. You know there was the video with the um his old uh what security guard talking about what happened, and then re trying to read between the lines between what he said. Like at this point, I think the public has the public the court of public opinion is already out. Oh yeah, Tori. Yeah. At the end of the day, there's one person that got injured, and that was Megan. So we got to figure out how the hell did she get injured? Facts. And again, like we said, Meg doesn't owe us anything. Like this is a legal proceeding. I do. I'm not gonna lie. I see the proceeding going as such. It's going to be inclusive evidence, or stories are not going to be adding up. He'll probably get probation, probably. Or he'll get a suspended sentence with probation. That's the way I'm looking at it. Because he didn't... I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate. He did make some points that make you say, well, 
that doesn't really make sense. So what's happening? Again, we're still a Protect Black Women podcast. We still support Megan Thee Stallion 100%. Still love Meg. It's just a matter of, you know, this is how Hollywood works. You have money and you say certain things and they're going to the the it's going to be made up regardless. It's like that's just how the story's going to go. So we I hope both of them are able to find peace in the situation. I noticed that they he has not tried to talk bad about her and she's never really said anything bad about him. I think she's saying that he was crazy. She's, I mean, I and I get that cuz I'm like man's is really sitting up here not saying what happened but talking around the situation. So I think he was more hurt about how his colleagues is treating him. Like, what did you expect? You not only shot a black woman, but you shot one of the hottest rappers right now. We could argue she's the black woman of the moment. Like, yes, you're crazy. Music, entertainment, social presence, social media presence. Like, right now she's the it girl. So, regardless of went down, you endangered her life. And you gotta live with those consequences. Now, did what happened deserve twenty two years? Only you, Meg, and whoever else was in the car know that. Yeah, and I can't wait to see what the other two say about the situation. Situation. I don't think they're gonna talk, honestly. Yeah, because I hear I don't even know if they're still friends or whatnot, but I guess Kelsey is still not speaking on it, and I I, and I think that's the proper legal way to do it because a lot of this, a lot of the public opinion wants them to talk about it, but legally they can't. So I mean, we just gotta see. And I and and I'm gonna piggyback off what you said. I don't think he's gonna ever get sentenced 22 years. So I just think this is gonna just be a mark on his career forever, like a Chris Brown thing. But let's be honest. We could talk. Oh man, you about me going? To, I'm about, about to rant about CB. I'm, I'm trying. Go, to, go ahead. Nah, that's my guy. But give I, it. Nah, I think that a lot of people listen to Tori. I haven't listened to Tori's album. I'm, I'm actually semi proud of myself because you know Same. I, I thought about it. I heard it. Kept hearing it was good. It was good. It was good. I keep hearing about what track four. I don't, I don't know what the title of the song is, but I keep hearing about it. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued, but I'm like, I, I just can't in good conscience do it. Now I know there's a caveat Probably people might call me a hypocrite Because you just said Chris Brown Like that's your guy And he is But I, I view the situations As different And um, I'm, I guess I could be real Whatever It's slick Grayson I'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna hit it uh, oh. With the Chris Brown And Rihanna situation Those are at the time Two kids I remember being 19 And you know Making dumb choices Not saying I put my hands On a woman But you're 19 You are making You you and your, your, your Significant other Are making corporations millions and millions of dollars you have mm-hmm. access to things that not the average 19 year old has you grew up in in the industry in the industry and then there have been signs of domestic situations within a relationship apparently from the time i was like 17 18 nobody was stepping into and the man grew up in domestic violence and they have bo- both he and rihanna i'm not gonna recount the events of the, of the night but they both have said they both were fighting they both had like they literally were both putting hands on each other now does that make the situation okay mm-hmm. no it doesn't but i think that in one instance chris brown became the poster child for domestic violence fair or not fair or not mm-hmm. yes, and I, I, I view it as i don't want to say it was unfair because he definitely did men are like scientifically men when testosterone is flowing could do damage to women and he definitely definitely did some damage to Rihanna, which is unforgivable to an extent. Yep. When those two decided, like they they dated afterwards, they tried to, you know, they're still friends. They I even think that a couple weeks ago she said that she still loved him. Like they have love for each other. You got and the fact is they were what, 18, 19, you don't give a person a chance to grow. I think Chris Brown, it was easy to make him that poster child and it was easy for a lot of people just to write him off especially since he stopped getting that mainstream push and whatnot. Tory Lanez is damn near 30 
Yeah. So you're 30 years old. You're a father. You're a grown ass man. I don't know what y'all was beefing about. I don't care. But to put somebody in that situation is irresponsible. And even if it didn't go down the way Megan said it, there has to be some kind of consequence. Because yeah. why is a gun being shot? Like, I, there's a story. And you have a security guard with you. Why it, are your hands even on a gun in the first place? And it's like, even if the story, oh, you and the other shorty person was fighting over the gun and the gun went off. Like, what? who the fuck does that? I'm sorry to curse, but like, who does that? You know? So I don't equate your situation to Chris Brown's situation, even though that's how it was going to come up. That's how it was on the timeline. But, yo, do I think Tory's going to jail? No. But do I think he's he's done some irreparable damage to his his career? Absolutely. Am I? Do I think his career is over? No, because we know how the how the game goes. Oh yeah, you know he's gonna be on the on the low for the next two years, and then he's gonna come out with a record. Everybody's gonna be back on him. I'm about to say, like I said, I, I don't haven't listened to Tory in a while. I got a couple of random features on my phone that I didn't even realize he was on. But Chicks Tape was a good album. He has put out the Chicks Tape series was great. He, he was finding his flow as an artist, and I think that he has a lot of younger fans. I think I heard one of the uh, uh, students say, like, oh, I'm still bumping Tory, like, you know? So, to anybody that was triggered by that event, you know, since serious, like, domestic violence is not okay. Putting people in harm's way is not okay. And, you know, sometimes you have to really look yourself in the mirror and say, oh, what, what, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. Because this situation could have went all different kinds of left. Could have been terrible. Could have been even worse. So I, I wish both of them luck, but come on, y'all. Come on. Do better. A hundred percent. But as y'all know, it's that point in the show. We take a little break. So we're going, you know, we're going to go do some paperwork. We're going to check the metrics. And you know I mean? when we come back, we're going to talk about some music. Am I apologizing to Trey songs about the album? Yeah. We also got Ty Dollar Sign's album, which I heard is. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, we'll be right back with you. And right. we, don't forget, Sweetie. We coming for you, too. Actually, don't forget to rate. Welcome back to This Might Not Go Well podcast. You sound like you need some lotion. <laughs> I violate. But, yo, let's see. We, we on music this week now. So. What dropped? A lot of things dropped. But before we drop, is somebody ready to make a public apology to Trey Songs for his blasphemy from last week? <sighs> All right. Here you go. <sighs> Mr. Tremaine Songs. Big fan. I've been riding through since uh, since Missing You. That was my joint. I was in like seventh grade crying when you did that joint, man. Then, you know, we had the Drake remix. <sighs> We've had some great times. I don't know if it's you. It might be me. But this album still is not it for me. Oh, We've increased, God. though. We've increased. Like, I give it a seven. I give it a seven out of ten. But it's not the, you know, I feel like I, w- I wanted this trade when he was making 
what's what album was that? It wasn't was it Tremaine? Was I think it was Tremaine? Like Tremaine was cool to me, but I felt like you know. Like I, I needed like these type of records on Tremaine, and I didn't get them. Like you know, you did the whole reality show with VH1, and I was with you. I was like, all right, we'll give this a shot. But it, it just didn't, it didn't do it. And now this one, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm, I was expecting something like that. Can I see growth as an artist? Kind of. I see maturity. I see you singing about love more than sex, and you know, you know, you know. Cats got a political track in there. You got the, the, the political track. Like I get it. I understood it, but I just felt like you know what? Maybe it was a, too mature of a trade for me. So I, I bumped you up from a six, six point five to a seven. My again, it's my personal opinion. Like I still, there's still a couple records like the Devito record, the Ty Dolla Sign record, um, track seven, the singles. Uh, Cat's got my tongue has grown on me a tad bit. Come on now, Cat got my tongue has grown on me. And what's the first joint? Um, what's it? What's the first joint? The opening track. Uh, let me see. Ah, it's gonna bother me. It's gonna it's gonna bother me now. Oh, no. Be my guest. Be my guest. So those records have grown on me, but like I said, is it, is it does it have a lot of replay value for me? I don't I don't know. It's not. It's no Giveon project. Hit, hit different. Still didn't hit different yet. Hit different. Hit the same. I ain't gonna lie to you. Hit different. Hit very. It was the same one two combo. I was like, eh. Uh, speaking on speaking on Ty Dolla Sign. You know he just released his album featuring Ty Dolla Signs. What's your thoughts on that? I mean, when I heard the title. I was excited because I was like, when you hear featuring Ty Dolla Sign, like you already know you got some heat. But then I heard the album. I honestly, I couldn't finish it. I think I got to like track ten, and I was like, eh, more of the same. Yeah, I just think this album. I might be my time to walk that ledge. It was eh. It was a big eh. Like these songs that I could vibe, with, I I could vibe with, but I don't see my I don't see myself rushing back. To hear it again, there was only probably two tracks, two or three tracks that I was like, I don't mind listening to it a second time. But most of the albums, most of the album was just me like, okay, this is cool. Like if I hear this in the background at a background at a flex or a party, no problem. But it's not something that I want to I want to play a lot. I just think it was a it was a smooth it was a it was a little okay album, and and I'm like. Ty, you don't have to give us twenty five. Artists, stop giving us twenty five. But but wait wait wait, we understand streaming rules. Like Joe Budden said, white people made streaming up so that they can monetize and get the bigger piece of the pot. So putting out twenty five songs is him trying to get his money. So I respect that. But I feel like you're gonna put out twenty five records. I gotta like at least 17, 18 of them. And I don't like seventeen out of that. Maybe that's a high ratio. Maybe I should like you know. 12, 13 of them. But regardless, I'm like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of R&B hasn't... I feel like since R&B went to this, like, toxic stage for guys, at least, hasn't been doing it for me. I mean, the, the ladies got it on lock. Summer Walker still got one of the better R&B projects of the last two years. What classic, classic, um, classic... I, I just want to... You just mentioned that album. That album, I can literally play it from start to finish. And she bodied that album. Now, that EP that she released after the album? Meh. But hopefully the off and off track that her and London be doing, hopefully produce the next album and it goes like just like the first one. I'm about to say, um, we talked about Janae album um, album for a couple weeks, but I mean, it still got some decent records on it. I feel like um, a mid tier uh, ladies record R and B joint right now was bodying uh, a high level like. R&B guy record right now and it is crazy like I'm, I'm trying to think what's like I said the Give Yonder Snow record that, that's in full um, rotation the, the Kiana led I, I don't know I, oh, no, Kiana, I, Kiana Letty Letty 
released the deluxe album. I already liked the first the first section of the album. Oh, like, Kiki, Kiki, I'm a yo, Kiki, I'm a fan. Kiana Lede came out swinging on that joint, man. Yeah, and, and she and she got a lot of her toxic shit off too, like yo, and honest and all that. And then now she released that. Now she had on the deluxe the only fan with Jacquees, which was a great track. You was telling me how you was liking that. I mean, yo, I think Jacquees is about to, you know, I'm not gonna say blow up. I feel like. You know he is what he is as an artist, but I feel like he about to get a little bit more mainstream notoriety because he does make he makes some his his, his mid tempo joints like he's 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 in his lane in that mid tempo area. I just think when he start popping like you know King of R and B talk like you gotta feel that way, but at the same time you gotta be able to back that up. Yeah, and your albums are not that level yet, Young Buck. Continue. So I mean, yeah, um, Kiana got the the chocolate remix. She got Ant Clemens. Ant Clemens is a nice up and coming R and B artist. Make sure you bump him. He got some good stuff out. But the only fan record was cool. But Kiana's album was 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 slapping before this. So I'm I'm definitely gonna give that another spin. And we was also listening to Sweetie Back to the Streets with Janae Aiko. What you thinking about that? <sighs> I was gonna wait. But uh, I think Sweetie as an artist to me, you know what it is? She's the pretty girl who has swag, who, you know, you put her in, in this rap bag and it's like, all right, I like looking at you and you carry yourself well. But when I actually like just listen to it with like the song without like seeing the, vi- the visuals or like a performance, I'm like, eh. I felt like I know at least a hundred like. 18 year old girls who could probably do that same track if you just be like yo here's a beat I'm gonna give you three days you know come up with some bar cause it, I, I think she caters to her bass though so I don't wanna feel like I sound like I'm hating cause her bass is definitely like, it's, like she said it's like party girl music it's like the, the icy the so icy sh- shorty so it's like you play that record and it's like yeah I'm back to the streets like yeah you ain't doing nothing for me we here we did what we did now we go <laughs> so and I, I think that she also has gotten a lot of like great instrumentals so like she's gonna have music that you're gonna hear in parties for the next couple of years so she's good but I, I, for me, I'm like, do I want to hear that like on an on a Apple playlist or on any other DJ mix? No. Not particularly. But I mean, it, it's not horrible. I just feel like, you know, she kind of, she does what she does. Like, if there's a female rapper, I'm probably, I'll, I'll listen to right now. Like Mulatto out there, she body. Oh, it. Mulatto. Mulatto oh, is wait, one of out there. This, 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 Mulatto. Um, who else? I, I just got Mulatto. I love you. <laughs> Just want to put that out there. Of course, Meg. If Meg puts something out, I'm going to listen to it. I feel like, you know, she got a nice balance. Like, it's like her sound sounds more like, I don't want to say curated, but it's like, it's, it's a better listen. Oh, me. yeah. I mean, to be honest Even with she, you, Meg's songs be slapping. I really like Meg the Stylin' songs. She captures the energy. That, like, the energy that she wants you to feel, you feel it, whether you are jacking it or not. So, I'm definitely... Uh, you know, I'm in, I'm in, I'm all in on Meg. I'm on Mulatto. I'm enjoying it. I think the Muwap record is dope. I think her visuals, her energy is dope. Oh, I, oh, speaking of um female rappers, I think the the women from the new Ten Seventeen, they hitting they hitting crazy. When I mean, I want I want to I want to make sure I get their their names right because they they doing their thing. They had the record with the City Girls, right? I is believe it? so. And stop trying to put them city girls against each other. I know JT came home and that's everybody's favorite, but Young Miami definitely held it down while Shorty was locked up. So, stop trying to split them up. They, they, they might. She might be able to do her thing solo, but they doing their thing together, and that's beautiful. So let's, you know, let's stop our over opinionatedness on what artists should do. Like they both get into the bag. Yeah, because I think I think the 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 rappers from the new Ten Seventeen was Enchanting and K Shide. I don't know how to say the, her name, but. Look out for them. They fire. And Sensei, 
from 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 down south. She she got she got one too. So shout out to her as well. Who? Just look at Sensei. Sensei, got you. Come got on you. now. You got some love for Flo Millie out here while we while we here? Oh, Flo Millie. Did we mention her in the last po- I episode? Feel like, I feel like we haven't given Flo Millie. Oh, oh, Flo Millie, you fire. Shout out to you. You representing Alabama to the fullest. I really like your album. Like, to be honest with you, the topics that you was talking about your album, I can't really mess with, but it, it had me bumping. I was over here, like, when you in the party, I was like, uh, uh. She had you like it, it was, it was it. Hi, shout out Flo Millie. Shout out Flo Millie. Um, yo, the ladies are really bodying the dudes right now. Like I said, oh, yeah. I can't think, like, and you know me, I'm like, I'm gonna listen to the new music. If it don't stand out, it's gonna probably just sit there. But like I said, outside of like giving on, I still I'm really enjoying that Usher record, Bad Habits. Uh but like it's not that many that many. And shows. I know I mentioned Abby Jasmine in the last podcast, but she finally released the deluxe for Who Cares. Go check that out. She's from New York City, Staten Island. You know, I really like I really like her artistry. Like she does rap, but she also sings as well. So she just released the deluxe version. You know, she has some she has some she has some good new features on it. The the first the first album I guess the first part of the album was like nine songs and the deluxe version is now 13 so I'm, I'm really liking it right now I'm bumping that still so stream her I'm about to say they dropped the project the Amanda tape they be dropping some subtle bangers you catch them on the Apple Music R&B Now playlist and the Mood playlist so they dropped some I'm gonna definitely get into that cause next for next week cause I gotta sit down with that project um but yeah, no apology for Trey this week. I'm sorry. I, I, I gave him an extra point and a half though it, 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 I'm telling you as you're listening to it more the points is going to improve on it. Now, I'm definitely not saying it's definitely not going to be one of his classic albums or at least in the top. He released a lot of albums, actually, but I'm not going to put it in the top five of his albums, but he did, be- he did a job. What's the best Trey album then? You to be it. honest with you, I'm I'm a fan of his EPs more than his albums, like the Intermission EPs. Intermission was great. Intermission... Oh man, Intermission was a great mixtape series. I remember Trigger, Trigger wasn't bad. Trigger is my Trigger is my favorite. Maybe it's the time of my life when that album came out. But Trigger, I can listen to Tr- Trigger like right was, now. You was in your bag. I was in my yeah, Don't judge me dude, for people. I know a lot of people are gonna say Passion, Pleasure, and Pain or Ready is their favorite Trey album. But for me, man, Trigger Cake. Come on, as soon as I hit Cake, I know it's all, it's, a, it's on site. It's over. But um, Cake's on the main. Yeah, that's a record. That's a, that's a record right there, man. But um, yeah, man, Bryson Tiller album been doing good too for me. I think the the visuals he just dropped with Kalani for what song was that? Always forever. It, it made me like the song a little more. I was I was jacking it. I'm still waiting for the deluxe version, Kalani. That's still waiting for it. I mean, she put out one of the better projects too. Her album is still in rotation. I still need a visual for Hate, Hate the, the Club. club. I've Shout out to Shout out to Masego. I'm still waiting for that. I've been tweeting her. Adding her, DMing her. I need the visuals for that. Now that that's a good record. The joint she got with Lucky Day is my jam too, man. The Lucky Day record. Shout out to Lucky Day too. That man is thirty six, but that album was like twenty one. It's gonna be around for a while. Oh, that's a fact. But stop re releasing it. That's a lot of rant. A slight rant. Stop releasing these songs with songs that y'all release. You, I'm talking about you, French Montana. <laughs> Over here, uh, that's too Lucky Day released the songs at least three or four times. I understand he's a he was growing as an artist at that moment. He was trying to get some more recognition and some streams, but the next project better be all new songs. I get it. I, get, I think he was just trying to break into the. You know, you gotta get the streams. You gotta break into the because roll some more hit, and then you know he just started. Floods was a great record. Misunderstood was a great record. Like. 
Karma, Karma, the video. Oh Karma yeah, Karma is fire. fire. Karma is fire. So I understood it. French, on the other hand, French was just trying to brag. I'm, I, I guess I, I'll tag team on that rant for French because my man's definitely dropped the album with songs from like four years ago, and it was hype when it went gold. Like the record wasn't in the club for like three summers. Yeah, like Lockjaw. Everybody was insane Lockjaw for a minute. Like, come on now, French. I remember he's trying to clown with uh, Young Thug because Chris Brown and his album they they dropped. It came out like number thirty or something. They dropped on like a Tuesday, and then he was like, "Yeah, I went gold in my first." week i'm like but none nobody's checking for none of these records yeah i'm like i'm not telling nobody bump that new french you feel me and mainstream french isn't even the french people like i think people like you know the mac and cheese french like the the mixtape french from the videos and oh chopper chopper down yeah, that that that's how i got introduced to french actually yeah. i heard that in a house party and i was like yo what i went back to albany it was in between my r&b so i was like this is wow, a- you're speaking to somebody who has the same complexion you feel me when i want to rush happy belated birthday so you know to drake you oh, know the vibes. Oh, he's a 34. 34, big 34. Paul Pierce number. Ugh. Oh, no, no. You Ugh. see, why you had to disrespect my guy <laughs> like that? Nah. But I was, I wanted to say, because I was, yesterday I was over here, you know, just in YouTube watching videos and everything. And then I saw, listen to his, like, some of his songs. I'm like, yo, Drake is really the GOAT. He's really the GOAT just from how his not only from a number a number standpoint for his music and everything, but just how he brings back and he uplifts everybody else. Like his whole team. And also these younger artists. He then he just hop on the track with Young Blue. Yo, I played it. I played it. I was actually I enjoyed it. He made a little line about the hug. I was like, ooh, we done all been there. Uh-huh. But uh yeah, I mean Drake was my guy since Degrassi, since I before I even knew he could rap. I mean, I remember Jimmy Brooks dating Ashley, and then she broke up with him in the house party, and he came back with the fine sister. Shout out to the girl that played Hazel. I'm just playing, but <laughs> um, yeah. And then I remember Replacement Girl came out. I remember seeing him on 106 Park, and I was like, oh, Yo, yeah. I was like, Yo, ain't that Jimmy? That's wheelchair Jimmy. Remember when Rick shot them? I'm going down memory lane. I was in sixth grade. I cried a little bit when Jimmy got shot, but I digress. But replacement girl and uh this bitch is crazy um yo he has some records on that tape and i was like yo i i thought first i was like uh he, he got potential but i'm like it depends on what he signed at because you know that's music i like to hear but i'm like i don't know how it would it transition then so i found so far gone and then the rest is history off that was what like so far gone came out probably i was like a, a junior no sophomore in high school i remember the best i ever had and i was like yo but uptown brand yeah. new remember brand new like Drizzy had records and just the songs that he did with Lil Wayne on the side like stopping on this beat like be a motherfucking Sigma man oh. I'm a hard gotta be alone with get on a song with when shit be gone man Ransom yo shout out to Lil Wayne cause he's the only person I know that could say the whole alphabet in the song and his stuff still go hard cause I literally you he, was, was singing it right A B C <laughs> like Drizzy had Ransom uh my darling baby the bedrock man and then, then you got the first album thank me later i mean we're we gonna talk about that first album i don't like yeah like that was just like it was like a, a early greatest hit it was like that was mainstream drake like oh, they, yeah. that's when the label says yo you're gonna oh, make you a fancy song. huh you're gonna make a song with this 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 and this and it's like like even if it doesn't even sound natural to play it now like i still bump find your love because that's a classic record oh yeah i can't tell you the last time i played over I'm not real. I feel like it didn't age well. 
Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, if I hear it, I'm I'm still going. I remember Miss it. Me. Cause remember he dropped Miss Me, and it had like oh yeah, it was like four different choruses and stuff until we got to the album. Oh yeah, so because he, like, he had like a Nicki verse. Fact, continue to it because I want to look at the track list for for for, for the it. joint. The joint that was really fire was the Ali Aaliyah flip with uh what's it with Jeezy. That was the the joint right there. Like, I mean, Drake really held it down, but I was like that. Album, I, I think that's one of the albums that don't get enough credit. Because it doesn't sound like, it's not like pure Drake. I feel like that's like, look at that, like a song like Light Up. A Light song. Up? Nah, everybody in in New York know when Light Up, when they remixed it and they made Ooh, the dance, with have thought? Hey, hey, it's life. It's life. It's life. Yo. Hey, hey. It made Light Up. <laughs> Yo, it's it, 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 like, there's that kind of record, but that's not a Drake. Like, you think about the Drake sound. It's not the Drake sound. Show Me a Good Time is Fire. Show Me a Good Time is a record. That's Fireworks. Not, you still play Fireworks? Yeah. You still play Fireworks? I don't listen to The Resistance, though, but I want to There was to yesterday when we were getting... This is really a Drake appreciation segment, by the way. So if, this, if you don't like Drake, you should fast forward. But yeah, no. And then, you know, going to Take Care. Even the though me best and him, Drake album ever. And then that's going to be... Probably going to save it for the next episode. But <laughs> well, we're going to have a debate about Take Care versus Nothing Was The Same. Because Take Nothing Was The Same... Take is care, number one and Drake has said that himself but he still won't accept this no, he, he still won't accept this cause he's lying he, he was at a different place and nothing was he was a star and nothing was the same Take Care's album that got him there over my dead body nah you were just getting off your toxic shit that you was doing where you know nah, I, think, I think it was with just, crew love come I, on now I think I was just starting honestly with Take Care <laughs> cause Take Care came out what that was 2011 uh, right That's I think yeah 2011 I was yeah, yeah I remember cause I stayed up and, and bought it I, I definitely bought it I was living yeah. on I was living it that was for Indian anybody who was in college around that time that was your toxic album yo shot for me bro I can see it in your eyes oh man remember they played that in the play Ooh. oh <laughs> story 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 relax relax relax, relax. relax. <laughs> we give that in that future episode. yeah man but son Marvin's Room you remember hearing Marvin's Room I was in high school I love Marvin's Room I, I was in high school on a senior trip and I was like we supposed to be having the time of our lives and then Marvin's Room came out and we just all sitting there sad going on the ride like yo I should call her nah, and you know what a lot of people give him a flag about that song and I'm just like yo that song is some real stuff like guys won't am- won't admit to, to, to feeling that way but guys like yo you never had something that you feel like yo forget that new nigga that you with like I'm him you should be with me. Everybody's been in the party, especially when you like 18, 19, 20, or you away at school. And you see your, your shoulder, you start, just stop dealing with talking to somebody else. So you about to leave the club, you see, or the spot, you hit her like, yo. That's a fact. Like, yo, bump that. What you trying but, to do? But let's talk about what the, the best album, which he nah, even said it was the best album. Wallet. Cameras, bro. Lord knows. Ah, uh, okay. Lord knows. Um, He said nothing was the same as the best album. I need, said the, it. I need the sound bite. Send me the sound bite. I'm gonna, 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 gonna have Because you know, nothing was the same. Has had the best intro that Drake ever had. Tuxing letter. Come on Tuxing now. Tuxing letter is a great intro. It is a great. Intro. Come on now. Started from the bottom. Now we here. Uh. Started from the bottom. Now whole team. I even like. I even like furthest thing. Furthest thing is a gym. Yeah, and I it, still be drinking on the low. What? What? Mobbing on the low. What? Yes. And then Wu Tang Forever. Come on now. Wu Tang Forever. Worst uh, behavior. I know Wu-Tang you love Wu Tang Forever versus Crew Love though. 
Wu-Tang Clan Okay, that's unfair. That's unfair. <laughs> I would take that over. No, Come Through, Come Through versus Crew Love. I'm taking Come Through over Crew Love. Nah, you wild. Come Through. What? Come Through. And then the we bonus track, bro. Hate, hate Sleeping Alone, bro. Uh, hold on. We're going home. I know that was a single, but that song hit hard. You capping. Come on now. Too much? Don't think about right, too it. Much too is much. I, I got too nothing for too come much. Come on I, I got nothing for too and much. And then, you know, All Me, if you want that rapper track. You but, feel me? Son, the we, language. And then, yo, this is my ultimate sip song. The song I'm about to say, Connect. Still want Like, only Jaded is tied up to it. But Connect? Nah, bro. The Rod. Connect? The Rod might be a top three Drake song ever written. Uh-uh, connect, though. Yo. That's just because he's just talking about riding through the city like he's just living that life. No, the, no. Connect is him talking about them girl... She just wanna make memories that she could barely remember. What? And I allow just her. Just swinging. Eyes closed. That's just because you high yellow. You just, what? You couldn't even drive when oh, that song came out. I did have my license at that time. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't even drive when that damn record came out, man. Come on, the three hundred five to my city. No. What? Nobody even told us about three hundred five to. I get it. I don't get it. I get it. I get it. That's. And then pound cake. Come on. But we got hell yeah, fucking right, bro. All my exes live in Texas like they George Strait. I don't have to even debate this because Drake himself said nothing was the same was his number one album. He so. would probably say Scorpion is his number one album now. It goes, like, it goes nothing was the same and then it's take care because even with the Certified Lover Boy, which he actually released in um, January 2001, he knew those two albums in that trailer. Of course. So maybe it's, it might be a hybrid. So... Might be a hybrid. Oh, if that's the case, then it's the greatest ever. Yeah, then he can have that. But to be honest with you, Scorpion. No. 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 You no. cat. No. It had jaded. So? Come on now. And Scorpion plays. And nonstop. Scorpion plays to me just like um the Thank Me Later plays to me. It's a collection of hits, but there's no cohesive feel to it. It's not cohesive. I think that's what makes it. I disagree with that. That's what makes Drake Project special. Like, there's that cohesion. It's like, yo. I thought we was gonna save the debate, but fuck it, we gonna get into this debate right now. Come on now, man. We got like fifteen minutes. I ain't gonna do we, you know what? We gonna have the real Drake debate next week. I know we gave y'all like fifteen minutes just now, but just remember, take care is the best Drake album. He said it himself. Y'all can even put the the clip in the comments or whatnot. He said nothing was the same. Was his favorite. His favorite and best is two different things. He was living a different lifestyle. Take care was the out of take care flops. There is no nothing was the same. Take care made nothing. Drake. What? No, take he did care not. made Drake. Views made Drake. <laughs> All right, views. I can uh, people who know me. I'm um, shout out to my dreaded mind podcast. My boy Rakeem Wayne. I hated views when it first came out. Mm, I was so, so like mad. Joe Button. I hated views when it first came out, and for some odd reason, whenever I go back to listen to it, it was like redemption's on your mind when you think about. How y'all hated views? Because, yo, had... if you think about... All right, let's talk about... It's because of the hype. Well, how about... Yes, the hype, but think about it. We coming off of two classes. We arguing about two classics. Take care, nothing was the same. So when Views come on... Oh, oh you, forgot, you, for, you forgot if you're reading this too late. It was before Views, That's right? a mixtape. That's a mixtape. So I but, but those three things probably put the and, expectation and for it. Like, if, you, if you're being real, if you're reading this just too late, that's like... It's like, okay, it has no skips halfway, and it's like, all right, I can give a take. Like, from track 12 on, I can give a take. But no, y'all bugging here because I'm reading the track I, I'm, list I'm right now. With you. I'm not arguing with you. Because keep the family close. Nine, you with me? And even hype. Rest in road. 
Redemption with you, Faithful. Faithful but is on under- If you play, if you put those track lists up against Nothing Was the Same and Take Care, you're going to be like, all right, it might be lacking. It aged well. I ain't going to lie. It doesn't have, it doesn't have like that. They put Pop Style on here. Nobody cared about Pop Style. Too Good is a great record. Controller. But it's not the right controller. Okay, still here. And then Tory Lanez took. I'm uh, sorry to interject, Tory, but Tory took control and made it his song. Child's play. Still here. Eh. Child's play. Fire, Fire and desire. You know, I, yo, you're gonna be mad at me. I just started liking Fire and Desire, liking like oh this summer. Oh my god! But, but it's crazy. Like I know, pe- like yo, people would say Fire and Desire was a record. And I was like, I don't see it. But I was like, I sat down and played it, and I was like, alright. Bro, we all say this because Drake is the GOAT, and shout out to him. Happy 34th. Happy and, 34th. And, you know, and, and another thing I wanted to mention with that is how he bring up artists with him. Like, he's one of the first ones to show 21 Savage love, and now he showed Block Boy JB love. Don't even mind his OVO crew and what he does internationally, where, like, the Section Boys and Skepta and Gigs. Shout out to the Section Boys. And now, and now, he's, now everybody's going to find out about Young Blue. That record, like I said, we opened in that hug situation. So it's like he's not only putting up numbers for himself, but he also helping other people. So you're the goat, bro. Yeah, I think people just people get into this Drake is a culture vulture conversation too much. Like he might, like he dips and dabs, but I think it keeps him fresh. And it's not like he doesn't pay homage. Like the, the people that he's vibing with, he definitely gives them a track. And then for a lot of them, it's their biggest track that they they've had mainstream wise. So happy birthday to Drake, the goat. I mean, this is like Jordan versus LeBron, but yo. Shout out to Drizzy, man. Keep them coming. I need I need cohesion on this next drink though. I know you never give you never gonna give us that twelve song classic album, but yo give us give us a solid nineteen. Give us twenty. Come on now. I, and, and I want you to put some Chicago freestyle in this next album because that two with Giveon two thirty. Oh, that shit hit. That hit. I need another drink with him and Breezy. Them to the two they got is fire. Oh, that's a fact. And. And I want I want J Cole on this next album because I know y'all say y'all brothers. Need Joe to see freestyle part two. Yep, because I know y'all say y'all brothers and y'all love each other, but y'all don't have enough music with each other. But I mean, that's the same thing. And with I Cole doubt and that you get Kendrick. I doubt you get Kendrick though. No, I, I think I, I don't know if they're cool or not. Him and Kendrick. I mean, I think that's like that's a rivalry. That's like you know you got the mainstream emotional rapper versus like the conscious deep rapper. Yo, Kendrick. Kendrick say he coming soon though. I believe it when Kendrick, I see it. Kendrick coming. That's like I can't. I, I'm waiting to see the release date for the fall off from J Cole. I mean, but you gotta admit, COVID throws all that stuff off. You know, you can't go on tour. I think I, I think that's gonna be the big holdup. Everybody, they make their money off touring and shows and merch. Not Drake, though. I mean, he's, he's got endorsements. Like Cole got the Puma deal, but they're like actual bread. Where it's like, yo, nobody's touching my bread. It's touring. Oh yeah, that's a fact. And I think I don't know yet if he's an independent artist. Drake is an independent artist. I think I've been seeing his videos, and his videos been saying OVO Records, and I don't know how his situation. And they say license to whatever. So I'm assuming based on a license, he's like it's like a ender. He's not signed anybody, but he can like pick a label. Oh, he's like yo, partnership. He's like Universal. Y'all y'all done good to me. So it's like yo, y'all can distribute this, and y'all can take like oh, a even 20- Apple Music. <sighs> I don't know. He's not going to do the. They outlawed the exclusive Apple deals. You can't do that anymore. Oh, okay. You can't do that anymore. So, so I hope I hope Certified Lover Boy comes out and is great. You know, what we got to talk about next week. We got to talk about the rise and fall of Chance the Rapper. Oh, is it? Did he suffer a fall? Chance suffered him. People hate as, him as a as a music 
person he fought, but as a, I guess a his personal a, life. I'm talking about as an artist. I'm talking about his and public perception. Public perception is still you know, great. Though. Right now, I got some tweets that'll beg to differ. Oh, okay. Because I know, I know musically he he felt, but we gonna save that for next, next week. week. But yo, happy but birthday, add, Drizzy! Add to the Shout out to the to the big the current big three of this generation: Cole, Kendrick, and Drake. What they call um Drake the heart, Kendrick the mind, and Jake Cole the soul. Yeah. So now. Let's do this final topic. I know you want to get onto this. Sweetie, we here for you. So we T, so we T. First off, again, no hate. Like I said, the song is, is cool, but it's not my cup of tea. I, I've enjoyed, I think I enjoy her getting her little, what's it called though? Get, get her paper. But there was a clip circulating this past weekend mm-hmm. in which she was with her rapper boyfriend, Quavo, of the Migos, Quintavious. And uh, Quintavious. And her have a, had a great relationship. Her birthday, he bought her several Birkin bags. A Birkin. So, not a good... I'd be confused with a Gucci. Not confused with a Michael Kors. Mm-hmm. Uh, not coach. Not coach. Not coach. Definitely not coach. No, no Louis V. A Birkin bag. A bags that retail for over $20,000. And more. So, sweetie, I guess. I don't know if she was drunk. I don't know what happened. They were out having a good time. On oh, Quavo's um, live. Quavo's live, right? And she, meant, she said the following. I might misquote her a tad bit. But she said, ladies, if he can't buy you a Birkin, if he can't pay your bills, then what is he doing for you? <laughs> oh, wait, can we play the actual? You got the audio, my brother. Put the audio up. But while, while, he's, while you're looking for the audio, uh, whoo, boy, this, uh, this little fire under Twitter, ah, <laughs> uh, little fire in my house. I was like, whoo, well, a Birkin. I mean, I could pay a phone bill, but uh, a Birkin? And it, it, it wasn't even so much the statement, it was the response of the said statement that yep. really that really shook the room. Uh, the internet was in shambles. The, the icy gang, the hotties, the uh, the, the city girls, they, they seemed to like coalesce. They came together and uh, is it coalesce, collate, whatever the word is. <laughs> they came together and it was a collective, uh, yes, sis, where's my Birkin bag? I need that. What can he not do for me? And uh, I'm not gonna lie, I was scared. I locked my door. <laughs> I didn't go outside since that video dropped. I was uh, very, very interested. And I saw Quavo. Quavo signed off, which kind of left us, you know, Quavo. I don't know if he's a part of the toxic male committee, but uh, you know, from based on his music, I assume he was. He, he condoned this this behavior, which led me to believe that disappointed in you. Under the Christmas tree, I'm expected to purchase, you know, a nice little bag. And now. I, I, you got you got the clip for the people. Oh no, I keep talking. I'm. You got, I gotta right keep. I'm, a, I'm sorry if I'm dragging this show, but my man, like sweetie, I get it. I get it. You're a rapper. Your boyfriend is a part of the Migos. They make millions and millions of dollars. Even though apparently QC was robbing them, the lawyer was robbing them, whatever. But uh, oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Let me play it real quick. Oh wait, she about to play in my group play. him back to the streets that so was the- wait not only we have to get you a birkin but we have to pay your bills come on sweetie she said throw them back to the streets um what if i'm i'm from the suburbs what do i do <laughs> <laughs> oh man that that wow i think we could go about an hour with this situation because i don't understand why me buying you birkin shows my love for you and also you was paying your bills before you met me i hope you was <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Yo, you was keep you the 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 self maintenance you was doing before you met me. You was doing it yourself. All of a sudden, I come in the picture now. I gotta take care of all that. 
and, and let's let's not sound like complete haters. Like, yeah, I'm hating. You're gonna take care of your woman. I, I'm gonna make sure that you have what you need. Do you really need a Birkin? Like, I'm trying to keep these lights on. I might sound like a real broke boy. I'm not, but come on, like a Birkin, and just realizing, I, like I said, dating today is seems very whack. It's, it's very, trash. It's very materialistic. Like, yo. If I like, I if yeah, you, if, now it's different if you meet a person that's used to that comedy. Like if I pull, was to pull a Rihanna, I'm not going to just take her to Red Lobster. Like I know I'm gonna have to take her to Felipe Chow or something like that. Like I know I'm gonna have to you know go in my pockets. I can't do the four for four. Uh, no, I, I ain't never seen Rihanna talk nothing about no one. She wasn't excited when the spicy nuggets came back. But I'm like, yo, if that's her 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 way of like her, I don't say her way of life, but that's what she's a con- used to. Yeah, I'm gonna play on your level, but. Some levels are not meant to be reached. I oh, can't. you basic women. Oh, my God. You wild. You about to get canceled. <laughs> oh, you basic women that out here talking about this Birkin bag. Y'all better stick to the Michael Kors or the little rainbow bags. <laughs> yes. Hey, this lame of the podcast, this might not go well. <laughs> not go well but a Birkin is a no for me, sis. Hey, yo. So it's so crazy because you read the comments and women are really like, yo, yeah, yeah, buy me a Birkin. First of all, like this is my thing. Like you said, Birkin. That's like saying, yo, for my for my 18th birthday, yo, moms, I'm gonna need that that Maserati. You can't be my mother no more. Like, Comp- like that is high praise. Now, if you're saying that you you know if your man can provide for you nice things and luxurious experiences, and that's a different conversation. Cause baby girl, but baby girl, we with you. We're going to provide for you. We're going to make sure you feel right. What do we get out of this, though, bro? What to do be, we get out of this? Well, if you if your girl likes a weedy, you get that. <laughs> you get the Icy Gang. You get, you know. What? You get the, the rap version of Cassie. Uh-uh. Dang, yo. I, this might, I might have to save this topic for, for the next episode. But we got to talk about guys being the prize as well. Because I... I appreciate y'all women knowing y'all worth, knowing putting a standard. Yo, but we got standards too over here, and we the prize just as much as you the prize over here. Cause you get all, you get her this Birkin, you pay her bills, and what she get you? A lingerie from from Victoria's Secret and some and some old cooch. I'm tired of this. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Damn, you just gonna turn down lightly used vagina? That's crazy. <laughs> No, I'm like, yo, y'all give game better be, y'all better be like G Herbo girl. Give me, give me a, a thousand dollar Jeep that's fast. That's like, like only, I think thousand? it's like rare. This thing is like only like. So you want a thousand dollar Jeep? So you want like a ninety three? You mean a hundred thousand dollar Jeep? Hundred thousand, but I think it's, it, but it was, it's a rare, it's a rare Jeep. It's not a lot of Jeep. It's, it's not, a lot, a lot of models made. It's not supposed to be on the streets apparently. That's yeah, I need, I need, I need y'all gift levels just but as much again, as that. If you are able to provide that for each other, that is wonderful. But don't make the sky the bar. Do not do that. Keep that in house because you got these regular women out here talking about Birkin me. Do you know you got to be on a wait list for months and they got to do a credit check, background check just for you to get a Birkin? And now you got these regular girls talking about Birkin me? I mean, if they we, done Casamigos in 1942 us to death, now you want a Birkin? Come on, well, sis. Well, the Migos is actually affordable. The Migos is right in my price range. I don't know what it is all about. I know what it looked like, but I ain't never going to taste it. I heard it's nasty, so <laughs> that's another thing. I ain't buying no $150 nasty shit. But, yo, I mean... I'm, I'm sorry, you said basic girl. That fucked me up. Go for now. We go. We gonna have. We go and touch boy because you know we we wrapping the show up. So we I don't want to be on keep you here for too long. But 
that's going to be a topic that we're going to have to dock it and bring it back for the next episode because we just got to talk about the unfair standards that we have for dating and like it's crazy out here yo it might be karma you know for so so long dating was predicated off of what men wanted so I guess now this we, we, we growing up in a generation we transition into a generation where it's like what the woman wants is key my pocket is not for that <laughs> I'm not going front my life is not in abundance shout out yep. to my guy Rakibu Rain and Gussie <laughs> come on now we we not doing Birkins over here but I got four for four you know with, with a frosty if you got it you feel me 100% like yo ain't nothing wrong with luxurious things Things, but I mean, 20, humble. Yeah, we we trying to we trying to eat too. We trying to ensure like I want longevity. I'm not trying to just buy you a Birkin, and then you know, you find out it's fake, and then you leave me. <laughs> and also, I'm tired. Y'all follow these social media status. Like y'all got what y'all got. Cause first. When Cardi B came out with WAP, some of y'all was out here screaming out WAP, but y'all got the dap. <laughs> yo, yo, end this podcast, cause I'm about to go in. <laughs> I'm about to go in on all of them. I- I'm gonna shut up from now on, cause y'all, y'all, y'all gonna bring out a different side of B Breezy, yo. Oh man, it sounds like you about to not get no WAP for the rest of your life. <laughs> but yo, in hindsight, y'all, yo, we appreciate y'all for you know pulling up. It's episode three. I know we got a little, little, rec- little reckless today, but that's the fun. That's why this might not go well. So join us next week. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about nothing was the same versus take care. We will continue this conversation, not just about the Birkin, but just, you know, dating in the tw- in 2020, especially in the pandemic. But what's realistic to, you know, want from your partner or desire in a partner? Um, new music, as always. We're going to talk about it. World news, we're going to talk about it. Enrichment, we got a segment coming out next week uh, on My Grown Man, just talking about, you know, little tips and things of the trade nature mm-hmm. that go come with turning. I mean, you what, 49 now, right? Don't do that. <laughs> so, you know, we here. Yo, if you listen to the podcast, give Please. us a like, give us a comment. On all platforms, Let Spotify, us, yo, Apple Music, yo, SoundCloud. Come on now. Please rate it, you know, and follow the social media at this might not go well on Twitter and Instagram. On everything. So, you know, we got some new equipment coming in this week. I mean, I'm spoiling it. So, you know, sound quality hopefully goes up. But, uh, yeah, leave those comments. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Let us know how it can be better. And, yo, it's your boy Slick Grayson, a.k.a. Law. Leave me, leave me out with these kind words. And be it's your great. boy, Be Breezy, a.k.a. Poppy Sazon. You feel me? Do y'all. All right, we out of here.